Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well. And welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Today, we're going to pop back into our Investing 101 series. And for those of you who haven't caught any of the episodes in the past, think of this like taking a finance course, but in bite-sized pieces, you know, one small kernel at a time, because each episode in the series is meant to build upon each other to teach you the fundamentals of investing. So far, we've covered stocks, bonds, what a stock market index is, and diversification. And so my goal is at the end of the series, you'll feel more confident about the topic of investing. And then because you feel more confident, you'll be more likely to go out, ask questions, take charge of your retirement, and start making some real plans and progress towards your goals. So today I'm joined by the editor-in-chief of Investopedia, which is one of my favorite websites. Investopedia.com got me through a lot of my finance classes in college. So I'm really excited to welcome Caleb Silver onto the show. How are you doing, Caleb? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here and I'm happy we helped you. I love hearing that. Oh yeah. This, that was my go-to website. I had it bookmarked. It was like the first bookmark on my browser was Investopedia. So very familiar with the site. You know, we're, we're almost 20 years old, so we've been doing this for a while and I never get tired of hearing that uh, we were able to help people out. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great resource. And just to give you a little more background on Caleb, he worked for CNN, running the uh, business news coverage for 10 years there. He also was the executive producer for CNN Money and a senior producer on The Situation Room with Wolf Blitzer. And then in addition to that, you're also uh, with Bloomberg for eight years. So you have a you have a long history in the investing world and the finance world. You're calling me old, but you wouldn't be wrong there. I've been in in business news and and business publishing for over twenty years, so I've seen a few. I've seen a few cycles. <laughs> so so you, you you can answer a couple of questions if I throw them out there to you. Then you feel comfortable with that? Absolutely. If I can't do it, then. I shouldn't be here, but I'm ready to go. Bring it on. <laughs> All right. So I'm not going to ask you anything too difficult today uh, because I feel like the next progression in this series would be to, to touch on mutual funds because we've already kind of talked about some of the foundational pieces. So I, I think the next thing we should all kind of have a discussion on is, is what a mutual fund is. So could you kind of help us out by starting us off with like a, a, a definition of what that even is? Sure. We have a technical definition for mutual fund on Investopedia and I'm not going to read from it. I want to break it down a little bit more simply. So think of a mutual fund as a basket of securities and let's use stocks, for example. Let's say you want to own Amazon stock or Apple stock or a bunch of different technology stocks, but you don't want to buy them individually and you want to spread your risk or own a bunch of them together. You can buy them in a, in a basket or what we call a mutual fund, which is a bunch of securities that are in one fund that you buy together at one price. So it gives you the option of buying the bunch versus buying individual securities. And why is that important? Folks like to do it whether they want to get exposure to a sector like technology or energy or healthcare, instead of trying to pick the right stock that they think is going to go up over time, they can pick a bunch of stocks in a sector and then gain exposure to the entire sector. It lowers your risk because if you buy an individual stock, something could happen to that company and you could lose your investment. If you buy a bunch of them, the risk of that happening across all of them is smaller. Now, all sectors go into cycles up or down. We you know when their things are going well, like technology in the beginning of the year, the technology sector went up. When the technology sector turned south, all technology stocks turned down, as did the mutual fund. So the reason you would want to do it is to reduce your risk to one stock, per se, and gain exposure to an entire sector. And there sometimes can be cheaper than buying an individual share, depending on the share price. Mm, okay. And it sounds like it's, it's probably much simpler than for someone to just go and buy a mutual fund versus trying to go out and buy this diverse portfolio of individual stocks. Right. It's a simpler way of, of getting exposure to a bunch of different stocks without buying them individually. And they're very easy to buy. For someone out there who's looking to, to buy a mutual fund, you know, I think it's really easy for us to see, you know, 
companies like a Nike or like Starbucks and you can recognize those companies and you can go online, find their stock symbol and kind of get started that way. But mutual funds, they seem a little more mysterious. You could say, I guess you're a little more unknown. So how would someone even go about, you know, getting into mutual funds? Well, they couldn't be any easier to buy. And if you watch sports uh, on the weekends, you'll see a lot of mutual fund companies like Fidelity or Schwab advertising on those on those events. You open an account with any brokerage, and even some big banks can give you access to mutual funds, and you have the option of adding them into your portfolio, buying them in your portfolio, and you can pick the different funds you want by sector. So if you want exposure to the S&P 500, the top 500 stocks in the U.S., you can buy an S&P 500 mutual fund. If you just want technology, you can buy a technology-oriented mutual fund. But they're just like picking stocks. You're just picking a fund that has a bunch of stocks in it. Couldn't be easier. Hmm. Okay, so you're just going through picking up these bundles of stocks versus going on there and picking, you know, one individual company at a time. Right. And you can look inside each fund and see what stocks they own and what stocks have the highest percentage concentration inside the fund. So every mutual fund is made up of a bunch of securities. Let's again use the the example of stocks and you can say I want to own a mutual fund that's exposed to technology and I want one that's heavily weighted towards Amazon, Facebook, Netflix, Apple, for example, or you can buy one that that has nothing to do with those types of technology companies that has only to do with, let's say, hardware technology companies like Cisco Systems and others and pick a fund that is concentrated in that type of technology exposure. It's important to see what's inside the fund and how much each fund has of individual stocks, because that's going to tell you what your exposure is to those stocks. Okay, that's that's good to know. No, thank you. And I think this gives everyone a good good basic understanding of what a mutual fund is. Obviously, with anything, you're investing your money. You want to take your time, do your research, figure out what you're putting your money into. And Caleb, I really appreciate your time and giving us a breakdown of mutual funds. And uh, before we go, you know, is there anything going on at Investopedia that, that the listeners should know about or any ways they can kind of find out more about what you're doing? We are in an exciting time right now. We just replatformed our site, which doesn't mean anything to anybody except we have a brand new look. Users will come to the same old Investopedia, but it'll look a lot more handsome. It's a faster site. We're trying to present our information in a much better way, in a much easier way for people to interact with. So that's brand new for us. But also, last year, we we launched an online video academy with courses for investing for beginners, trading for beginners. We got plenty of courses on there that you can take that give you step-by-step video instruction. So I encourage folks to visit the site, investopedia.com, and up in the top nav bar, you'll see the academy there. Take a look and see what kind of courses we have available for you if you're interested in taking one. Perfect, thank you. And yeah, I definitely vouch 100% for Investopedia, one of my favorite sites, super easy to get into, super easy to understand, and it's, it's I think it's put out in a way that anyone can pick up and read and not feel overwhelmed. So that's one of the reasons why I continue to go back to, to your site. We're glad that you do, and I appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Caleb. Appreciate it. I just wanted to say thanks again to Caleb Silver from Investopedia for coming on the show. It was an honor having him on. And if this was the first time you've ever caught an Investing 101 episode, head on over to popcornfinance.com slash investing 101. And I'll have notes and a full breakdown for this episode and all the other episodes that I've done before in this series. So I've covered stocks, bonds, what a stock market index is. I've had Tila Holcomb on and she gave us a beginner's guide to buying stocks. It's been a lot of fun. There's about six episodes in total at this point. So swing by there, popcornfinance.com slash investing 101 to check them out. And if you haven't already done so, go subscribe to Popcorn Finance because Caleb's coming back in another Investing 101 episode. He's going to walk us through what an ETF is or exchange traded fund. So that'll be coming up next month. So make sure you're subscribed so you get that right when it comes out. 
And in the meantime, if you're like, oh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait that long. I need to learn more about what, what an ETF is. I'll put a link in the show note to a video that Caleb and his team over at Investopedia put together. It's a cool walkthrough of the differences between mutual funds and ETFs. So you can go ahead, get yourself a little extra homework in early before we get to that episode. If you can't stand the wait and you want to hear what an ETF is. And on Monday, we'll be jumping back into the Poppin' with Fire series. So this past Monday, I had Brad from Choose FI on and he talked about the pillars of FI or financial independence. And on this upcoming Monday, I'm going to be joined by Julian and Kirsten from Rich and Regular, and they're going to talk about their journey to financial independence. So I hope you'll come back and join us on Monday. But until then, I just want to say thank you so much for coming back and joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.